All right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer Show. I'm sitting here with Representative Scott Garrett. He's a representative to the United States Congress from New Jersey. He's a Republican. Uh, he uh, serves the areas of Teaneck and Bergenfield in New Jersey, which means he's got a very strong Jewish population as well, I do. one that cares about Israel very much. And uh, he's a Christian, right. uh, a faith-based person, and also uh, for Israel has introduced things like the Jerusalem Embassy and Recognition Act of 2013, uh, which basically asks uh, for the embassy to be moved back to sure. Jerusalem, the recognition of Israel. Uh, Representative Scott Garrett, first thing, it's a pleasure to sit with you here today Pl- in Jerusalem. Pleasure to be with you as well. I know you only have a brief bit of my bio. Um, also, I was on the um, Iran. Sa- I was on the Iran sanctions committee. Oh, I guess that was back in 2010. That was been when we first passed out of Congress um, the initial uh, Iran sanctions um, in a bipartisan manner. And ever since the, and beginning then and forward on, uh, trying to make sure that we had the toughest sanctions that we could have on Iran. Um, I could go into detail on that, but uh, that was some of my other experience in this area. So basically, yes. if I take those two experiences together, yeah. okay. basically on the one hand, you're fighting Israel's enemies, helping it. You understand that those enemies are also America's enemies. Sure. You're trying to push back on Iran, right. which is a jihadist juggernaut. Yes. And trying to uh, help the United States of America, uh, really a, a, a country that cares about the Bible, many of its people, and cares sure. about Israel, recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Those are two big issues that matter around here. They do. Um they do. And I've worked on both fronts, and we have been able to work on some of them in a bipartisan manner. I serve in the House of Representatives in a bicameral manner in both the Senate and the House as well. On the conference committee, one of the frustrating points on there was we were trying to put on the toughest sanctions. This is several years ago to try to uh, impose on Iran to force their hand, if you will, on the nuclear situation. The the pushback that we got, as your, your listeners to this probably recall, was from the administration and the State Department, where they said, no, 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 uh, we don't want those tough sanctions in place. Just give us more flexibility, a famous word for this president, um, that we will be able to work with them. 2010, that's five years ago now, and of course we've seen the result of that. By giving the administration as much flexibility as we did, unfortunately, um, we ended up with the, the terrible the nuclear deal at the end of the day that we've suffered under and will suffer under for the next decade. Well, you call it the nuclear deal, but in some sense the Iran deal is really not about the bomb at all, is it? It's really about the return of, of billions of dollars into the coffers right. of the Iranian terrorist efforts. Sure, and without getting into weeds on this, I was one of about two dozen members of the House who voted against the Corker legislation, uh, which basically turned the U.S. Constitution on its head, which prevented us at the end of the day to be actually do what the U.S. Constitution required us to do, is to ratify or to approve a... Um, uh, an Iran deal or a treaty, and again, at the end of the day, we were not able to do that because we needed 218 votes in the House and 60 votes in the Senate to disapprove what he did. And without getting into the weeds, basically, um, what we did was to, uh, by doing that, um, facilitated a bad deal. And you're right, to your point, um, what it has done is to uh, allow this administration to go forward with a bad deal on the nuclear portion, but also to facilitate the undoing, the undoing of what we were trying to do back in 2010 as far as additional sanctions on them on the financial portion, but also on the ballistic missile portions as well. All aspects that were never contemplated in the so-called deal that uh, the Senate was uh, okaying. So uh, the uh, the Iranian regime got some tailwind from that 
uh, from yeah. the corker. Oh, yeah, they got. Yeah. And then the next day yeah. after that, right. they got a new deal with a new boss, a new friend, and that's Vladimir Putin. And basically, there's okay. a new access now empowered by by the money that has been released into Iran. A new access that includes Russia, Iran, Shiite Iraq, Shiite Syria, and of course Shiite Hezbollah. Together, united in the united front, we got a we got a juggernaut here that's just been empowered. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you put it. it. They have been empowered, but they've been they've been empowered, unfortunately, by our administration for a long time. But now it's on on steroids, if you will, uh, by what they've been able to do. Now, to um, to address this, and some folks may not know this, we passed legislation in the House with regard to the one point that you raised, and that is the releasing of the 110 billion dollars to say, wait, 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 wait a minute. Congress is saying, let's try to slow this down or to put an end to this by saying. In the U.S., as you're probably familiar with, there are a number of claims, legal suits, previously over the last half a dozen years by Americans who have been injured by that regime. And so we have legislation in the House. What it would do is to prevent any of that $110 billion to, to being to release to this regime until when? Until all the Americans who have legal claims against the regime are compensated first, which I think is the absolute appropriate thing to do. Representative Scott Garrett, you're a congressman, and uh, Congress is in Washington, D.C. That's the capital of the United States of America. There you so go. So you're coming from New Jersey, you go to the capital, you take that, uh, what's that called, the Acela? Or yeah, the, the Amtrak train, yes. The Amtrak train, and you go to the capital. That capital is famous in the world. It's not in any state. It's, yeah, okay. it's Washington, D.C. It's very famous and yes. special. You know, we got a capital here also. It's called Jerusalem. Pretty much uh, established 3,000 years ago, quite famous throughout the world. Maybe the single most famous city in antiquity in terms of a name, Jerusalem. Right. Yet our best friend and ally, the United States of America, people like yourself, Bible-loving people, Israel-loving people, people who, who know the stories, people who have seen the heroism of Israel rebuilt in our modern time, somehow represent a country that somehow does not recognize Jerusalem as either the capital of Israel yeah. or even in part... Uh, a city in Israel. My daughter, born in Western Jerusalem, does not mm -hmm. have a recognition. As I say this, I see little uh, squirms and, uh, and anguish on your face. I can see that there's something, it bothers you, this thing. Sure. And so ever since I've been in Congress, I've supported um, the Israeli position on this as to where their, where their capital is and should be. I believe any sovereign nation has that right to make that determination themselves. It should not be outside influences. It shouldn't be the UN. It shouldn't be their neighbors. It should be that country's own people. Uh, People decide where their capital should be, and that's why I always believe that the United States should recognize that. And to that end, I've co-sponsored legislation to have the United States recognize that. Uh, where's the problem? The problem is back in our administration, and there are the administrations. Administrations, yes, from because Republican been, and, and Democrat. I've been, have yeah, I've been under two presidents. I've been under President Bush and President um, Obama. Both administrations have taken the wrong view. And where's the other problem? Just so people understand is in the U.S. State Department. The State Department of the United States has always been the fly in the ointment, if you will, the wrench in the works that have pushed back and have tried to, to prevent and say to Congress, no, 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 do not move that legislation, whether it's the House or the Senate. And it's a battle in the United States, but there are some of us who take the right side. Congressman, you're in Jerusalem right now. Yes. And uh, before we started our interview, uh, you said to me, you know, what should the interview, you said to me, what do I want to focus on the interview? Should we uh. talk about my Bible side or should we talk about politics? And I said to you, well, that's exactly the mix. 
that right. I think is so important to be able to see the world in both geostrategic and realpolitik right. ways and also in a biblical, spiritual, godly, uh, with those eyes as well. To be able to combine them yeah. and to actually make thoughts and policies based on that. So tell me a little bit about your faith. Yeah. Tell me about why you're here in Jerusalem and how you bring those two uh, facets of your thinking together. Sure. You use the one word, the geopolitical. I certainly, as a member of Congress, or elected representative, certainly look at it from that perspective to see that uh, Israel is our one true friend in the region and how this uh, benefits and the significance of the United States. But also, on the other hand, I am, as I indicated before, a born-again Christian, and I understand the faith aspect of, to it as well. I'm here with my wife, who is also born again, and we just very much appreciate uh, that aspect of the relationship as well. And for every time that uh, I come here to Israel, and I've been here several times now, it is always a eye-opening and heartwarming, heartwarming experience to be here, uh, to be from both a political point of view, but from a personal uh, faith basis to to see the interrelationship the, between our two uh, shared faiths. Um, uh, in, in our New Testament, of course, it's in Romans, it says, um, as, the, as the branches have broken off, um, our faith has been grafted on. So I often say to audiences, uh, I am uh, Jewish too in my roots, uh, because as Christians we have been grafted on to the same vine. And when you're in here in Jerusalem, how, yeah. does, it, how does it feel to be in Jerusalem? The, when you see this, this, on the one hand, flowering capital, yeah. but on the other hand... Uh, embattled capital as well. Yeah, so it's we've come, and, and this has been my experience in the past. It seems like my, my history of coming here has been during uh, traumatic, tragic times. I've been here during the uh, back years ago during the bus bombing in, uh, period. I've been here during the period when the cafes were uh, under attack and people being bombed then, and I'm being here now this time when the uh, the knifing incident. So it's a uh, uh, I, I guess I have a track record of coming just during the uh, bad experiences, but well, or maybe Israel's got a track record of being under attack. I was just about I was just about to say that uh, un unfortunately, unfortunately, or what have you, for the people that live here, you all live here constantly under constant attack, attack being just simply surrounded by uh, neighbors who just not appreciate uh, that you were looking for what just to live in peace. That's right, and they don't see our rights here as well. Uh, Representative Congressman Scott Gary, thank you so much for showing up here in thank Jerusalem. You. Thank you so much for being part of the fight. And I hope, really, I, and I, I want to say this in the, in the truest fashion, I really do hope that I will be able to shake your hand uh, when the United States of America recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, moves that embassy back to Jerusalem. That'll be a great day. Uh, our very good friend doesn't recognize our very face. And that, that's, that's something that there's a, a rock uh, and I mean, a kind of stumbling block in our relationship. And I, I look forward to being able to shake your hand r r once again rather soon, and I hope that uh, that'll be on that day. Okay, Representative Congressman Scott Garrett from New Jersey, from Teaneck and Bergenfield, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. God bless.